everyone and welcome or welcome back to For The One Podcast with Angelise Danielle. I'm Angelise and if you're wondering what For The One is about, this podcast is aimed for that one person who may need encouragement, who may feel like they want advice for their walk with God because this walk is not easy. Or if you just want to hear my experiences with certain things and just to feel like, wow, somebody really understands what I'm going through. So if that is you, then you are the one that God intended to hear this podcast. So thank you for clicking and being obedient to God because it was God who brought you here. Amen. (laughs) So I'm so excited. It is a new month, March. I can't believe how fast February just flew. This year is literally flying. And you know, God has just been giving me so much vision for this podcast, and it all started last month when I started my newsletter. If you do not know, I have a newsletter, and it has just been so, it has been so awesome, and really, like, so many people have already been tuning in and subscribing, so thank you if that's you that has subscribed to my newsletter. I'm really grateful for that. Um, so if you're curious, definitely check out my Instagram at for the one with AD and you can see more what it's like, what it looks like and how to subscribe and all that stuff. So if you're also watching on the YouTube, it'll, everything will be linked down below. So yeah, so excited. It's been a new season for, for the one and I'm just, you know, God is giving vision and I'm just trying to be as obedient as I can. So it's been a fun experience, learning experience for sure. Um, so before we get into today's topic, I wanted to start off by, I kind of want to start this thing where I just kind of give you updates like on things that I'm loving. You know, everything is, I love God, you know, but there's also other aspects to my life that I do besides reading my word and praying. So I I would love to share that with you guys and just kind of be more personable. So um, I recently have been loving matcha. Let's talk about that. I don't know. Once March came, like towards the end of February, literally the last week of February, (laughs) I have just been on a matcha kick. And I every day I make my own coffee at home now. And then I leave and I'm like, I want to I want a matcha. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the spring season. Me just trying to get spring to come quick because I'm so over this New York weather. It is not it. But some other things that I have been loving and just really um, giving my attention to is reading. Side note, I do have a podcast with my best friend. It's just more of like a hobby thing, nothing too serious, but it is called Ladronas with Books. So if you just want to laugh with us and goof goof around with me and my bestie, uh, you can check out that podcast too, Shameless Plug. And um, yeah, so we talk about books and stuff. It's been so much fun. Um, Literally, the world of romance is just sometimes it hits, you know, it's just so good. Um, and then another thing I've been loving, I've been really into just hobbies, like creating new hobbies and being excited to do other things besides sitting in bed, watching TV or wasting my time on social media. I've really been loving like 
I've been trying to crochet. I've been learning how to crochet more and it's just been so much fun. Like I put something on in the background and I literally just spend like hours just crocheting and it's just been so much fun just not stressing about paying attention to something or just over stimulating my mind with a tv show or you know whatever so it's been so much fun so if you are like looking for something to spend your time doing and not feel like you're wasting time pick up a hobby i do nails i read books i've been trying to crochet more i've been trying to just put my hand into little things so that i have other things to do besides you know doing nothing so it's been really cool and i've been loving it and it's been a great way to like center my mind i guess (laughs) so it's been really cool and i love it if you guys can tell on youtube i also changed my background my last video was so dark i'm so sorry about that but it's fine we're growing i was just waiting to repaint my room and just kind of open it up a little bit more i'm in the basement so it's pretty hard to get some lighting in here but i think with the new color on my walls it's really opened up my room and it actually honestly a light space has literally made me feel so much more motivated i wake up and i just i want to clean i want to make sure that my space is good and i can't i'm I not i'm not overwhelmed and stuff so that's been a really good change and honestly I love how it looks on the camera it looks so nice and yeah so I'm really excited for the new setup it's super calm and you guys I'm next to my bookshelf and yeah we're this is a work in progress so don't judge it too much okay (laughs) so let's get into today's topic I've been talking way too much with my newsletters basically my newsletters are mini podcast episodes it's just in a blog form so i was going through what i wrote in the in the month of february and the lord highlighted to me the community one and i was like god i'm scared to talk about this because i really want to preface that this uh, like this is not shade to anyone or like it's not trying to oh there's tea like it's just me talking about my history with friendships and also church community so take that with what you will but today's episode is for the one with community and it's all about the different areas that i have experienced community and hurt and how my healing process has looked with that and what my view is currently on the idea of community so before we get started i do want to pray and make sure that the lord is in this place in this podcast so god thank you for bringing your daughter here i pray that you open up her mind open up her heart to receive whatever this podcast has to say that you give me the knowledge and the wisdom to speak on this topic let it be your holy spirit speaking and using me as a vessel and not me speaking out of vain out of hurt and i just pray that whoever listens to this will receive this with love and grace and they will just grow from this episode in jesus name amen so 
God is in this place. He's in the space. And I hope he's in your room. Just, you know, his presence is just invited here. And so we're going to start off with, um, I, I said in my newsletter that I literally can write a novel on this topic because I've just been through it. I really, I know what it's like to feel rejected from church, by friendships, um, by Christians, and it is very difficult to navigate that. I still find myself navigating it because it's a learning process. It's a process. Let's just keep it at that. It's a process. And, you know, I, I find with any healing journey, even if it's years down the line, there's always some type of fragment that God wants you to learn from that um, experience. So community, I feel like one of the biggest lessons I had to learn and separate myself from is that my identity is not in the friendships I have or the amount of friendships I have. I feel like I was raised in a, in an environment that, um, friendships are kind of, necessary. I was raised thinking that friendships are necessary. I still believe that like, um, that there are, it's good to have friendships. It it is necessary to have an outlet to not feel like you're alone because there's a lot of room for the enemy. But as a Christian, because mind you, not that I wasn't raised in a Christian household. I just currently I'm the only Christian and I had to learn a lot of the things that God wanted me to learn by myself. Like I didn't have anybody to really guide me in this area because everyone around me was biased about their view on friendships. And really God was, I went, I feel like a lot of the reasons why I've gone through so many trials with friendships is because it was embedded in my identity. I felt like really low about myself because I didn't have as many friendships as my family did. I didn't have not even one at one point that I can really say like, yeah, this was my bestie from life and we've known each other through thick and thin from elementary school and my family have have that. They all have friendships that have lasted them through their childhood. And so when you're in an environment where your family has all these friendships and then you have me, the Christian, who's already an oddball out. And it's kind of like this layer of, of embarrassment and shame that I had and it really impacted me. So when I was kind of seeing that rejection first with the church, my church hurt and then losing friendships every time I would meet, meet a friend, it was like, it just never stuck. And I was left in this place of vulnerability where I just felt like I wasn't good enough. And a lot of my early experiences as um, a Christian, you know, I became a Christian, I want to say around 14 years old, and really dedicated my life to God. And then I've been serving God for a long time and really after high school was where I was met with so much loss because I lost my high school friends, I lost my church community, and I had nobody. I mean, I had like my my boyfriend and his family, but 
even they had different views on friendships. And so I was really alone in this aspect of, you know, two extremes. I had one one side of my like the people around me saying, you need friends, friends are necessary. And then on the flip side, it was everybody else saying, no, you don't need friends. Like you, you just need like your family and that's it. And it was just such a weird position to be in and such a, a lonely trial that I had to endure by myself and learn. And so I really spent that season going to God, crying a lot and just feeling super down about myself, feeling unworthy, feeling like, why does like nobody want to know who I am as a person or like who I am as a person? Why hasn't anyone fought for me and my to be in my life when I'm over here trying to fight to be in other people's lives? And so I really was bringing it all to God. And I just want to highlight that part right there. I brought it to God. I was lonely in my way, in my own way. Um, I wasn't satisfied with where I was because I was lonely by myself and God really, now that I look back, even um, after like that season of isolation that I faced, God really was dealing with identity in me. My identity was, I felt in my, in the community I had. And because I had nobody, I felt like I didn't have an identity. I didn't know who I was. I didn't appreciate who I was as a Christian, as a daughter, as myself. I really didn't love myself the way that God, or see myself the way that God was seeing me. And I also, um, I think it's important to say that through, because I was a Christian at this point and losing so many things, it's important to know that before I lost anything, my view of God was equivalent like to how the people around me loved God. I loved him so much, but I didn't know who God was really because I was kind of like, let's break it down to the church community. In church, I was serving and serving and doing so much. And when I wasn't getting that satisfaction with with my church, I became unsatisfied with God because I'm like, okay, well, God, I don't understand. Like, why am I going? Like, they're not being receptive of my worship and, and they don't like how I'm serving you. And I really thought at one point, like, is this how God views me? And it wasn't until God removed all of these voices and removed all of these influences on my walk that and told me and and showed me who he was. I had to know where my identity lied and it did not lie with God when I was surrounded by so many people and when my identity was in how many people were around me. If I was loved by the people around me, then that means God loves me so much. And God removed all that and was like, no, I love you regardless if you have people around you. I actually don't want anyone around you because I want you to experience my love for your, for yourself. I want you to experience who I am for yourself, not what I do with you in a church setting or in a friendship setting, but what I do in your life privately. I mean, the Bible says, go to your secret place and you will be rewarded in the light. And I was doing so many things 
in the open because I was serving, I was doing, and that I didn't have anything else to to show God, like, okay, this is you by yourself. You know, this is what you're doing for me by yourself. And I'm not saying God didn't move or anything. It's just, I was, I'm just explaining that that season ended. And now I was being pushed into a season of isolation. And that goes into my next part um, of what happens when you lose things. And in this, in this episode community, I believe that God is intentional with your season of isolation there are seasons where you are meant to be alone you are meant to have the groundwork going back to what i wanted to highlight earlier like i had to be alone and isolated so that god can actually speak to me and i can go to god i was going to god i wasn't going to anybody else i wasn't being influenced by anybody else i wasn't like when people were telling me one thing i wasn't doubt like there was just no room for the enemy to say well is this really god like are you actually doing good as a christian no i started to become firm in the things of God, because I was getting to know him for myself by myself. My identity was no longer in groups of people. My identity was in Christ and Christ alone. You become so strong in yourself that there's not one person that's going to enter your life and make you question who you are, what you think, how you do things, because you're going to be like, well, I've been doing this by myself for the past few months and I've been fine. So you know, and th- this aspect of like, if people leave us, we're going to break, it evaporates, it goes away, because that that's a lie the enemy can't use against you. So I believe God is so intentional with every season of our life. And that's what I was saying in my pot in my newsletter that um, every season is just God trying to teach you a lesson. And it's so if it's a repetitive season, if it's a season where you're constantly losing friendships like me, there was a point where I was literally I received friends again after I lost everything. And then I lost friends again. And I realized like there's something God wants me to learn in this season. It's not that God is hurting me or separating me. It's that sometimes, first of all, seasons with people end. And I have to be okay with people just leaving and and doing their own thing and and serving God the way they want to serve God. And I'm doing it my way. And I still support you. You're a sister, a brother in Christ. I support whatever your your endeavors are. It's just we're not meant to serve in this season together after we've done it before. So it's just I believe every season is intentional, right? One of the things that I struggled with when I lost so many like people was believing that there were no good Christians out there. I think there was like a point where I just I lost friends and I kind of was just getting cold to front to people in the Christian world. I was kind of like um it got to the point where i would watch like tiktoks or i would see them come up and people talking about oh my god my friend um this is my friend group and i pray that god gives this for you and i would literally next like next caller please don't want that like i'm so over being hurt i'm so over this and you know that 
got again like recently this is a recent well not really recent but like this is something that in my recent seasons god has revealed to me like that's pride you know at the end of the day there are still good people out there and just because one friend like one friend group or friend didn't work out doesn't mean that all christians are bad or you know have that same have those same tendencies or whatever I believe like when you do get hurt, obviously there needs to be wisdom and discernment and you have to be mindful and careful with um, what you like, how you open up again. What are you going to share? You know, there's there are levels of guarding your heart that you have to be mindful of, but that's all an individual thing. Like what I feel I want to protect and guard in this season is different from what you maybe you're okay with you know, um, being 100% an open book with somebody again. Or maybe you're like me where you just kind of take everything at face value and then if it gets deep, it gets deep. But if it doesn't, like, I'm not going to take heart to it. It's just that's where that friendship is meant to be. Even though God sometimes will intentionally put us in seasons to isolate us so that we can reground in him. I do believe that community is not all bad. Um, Like I was saying before about what I literally just felt hardened against, prideful against having friends and, and kind of clumping all Christians in one bubble and saying, yeah, they are, they're all fake. They're all not good i don't want to deal with that i'd rather just be by myself in my bubble but i do believe that community is necessary because and again every relationship i think we try to like clump them together like yes i have to have a deep relationship with everybody but like i was saying before we just need to like be okay with the different dynamics and so like for me with church community now Um, I'm not super close to anybody in church and it's been totally fine. It doesn't hurt my heart. It doesn't hurt my walk with God because I'm secure in God and it doesn't like bug me at all that I'm not close to people in church. At first, it really hurt me, but that was just coming because I was kind of coming from that prideful place, looking at all Christians like they're bad and feeling like, well, why doesn't anybody want to get to know me? And it was like, God took a rag to my eyes and was like, no, no, no. Like, this is the lens. Like, not everything has to be like this deep, intentional, oh, we have to like do life together and 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 do everything together. Like, that's not what every relationship is necessary. Community is necessary. But having deep relationship it's necessary, but that's where guarding your heart comes in. Not You can't be in deep relationship with every single person you meet just because they're Christian. You have to guard your heart. And that all comes with discernment and really just knowing your boundaries, knowing like, what are you okay with? It, like, do you, you know, feel connected to certain people, etc. So, you know, yeah. So with church community, I, I'm not super close with everybody, but I fellowship. I laugh with people on Sundays. Like I do have conversations with people on Sundays. Do they know my everyday struggles? No. But when I need prayer, I know that I have a community at church that I can go to or reach out to and say, I'm really struggling this week. And I have. And 
honestly, it's been so healthy. I and again, I'm not saying that my life or my decisions is a standard because it's not. It's just an example of how I navigate those relationships. Now, when it comes to friendships and me, those deeper connections, so I'll show you, I'll give you an example. There is, okay, I'm not going to get too specific, but I basically had an opportunity to connect with a group of girls and um, it was, I literally, I I went out and like they were inviting me to like birthday parties and stuff like that and like birthday dinners and at first I realized like I had a really big wall up and just kind of treating it like I did with white church community low-key and I they invited me one day especially the beginning of this year we had like a really intimate night and I was really honest with them about how I was treating them like not bad or anything because I was very genuine it was just on guard and they were just so graceful and they were just like you know what this is a process and it's totally normal that you feel triggered (laughs) by um you know getting deep with us or and like it's totally normal and that's it like we're gonna pray with you and you know what gradually that trust was built and now I have a great relationship with a bunch of girls that really like I didn't I wasn't even praying for genuine friendships I had people coming up to me at church actually prophesying to me saying oh yeah you're gonna get friends like God is gonna send you um like genuine friendships and I was honestly side like I was like side eye like I don't want that I really like God I don't even want to open the door to the possibility of having to be vulnerable with somebody again i'm fine with my bubble of people and that's it and it's not that god wanted to push me out of my comfort zone and and force me to make friends with random people again it was more like just you know what don't let your heart your heart get hardened because of your past experiences don't allow your past like what people have let you down in the past stop you from getting receiving blessings from new people that want to bless your life i hope that made sense you know i got hurt i had bad experiences did that stop me from getting healing from my church hurt did that stop me from getting healing from from not you know being okay that i had bad experiences with friendships and community and honestly now i'm just kind of like you know it didn't stop me from breathing it didn't stop me from receiving like hearing from god and so you know i think really what it comes down to is don't allow your hurt to stop your blessing and you know when it comes to community every process is so different and unique every experience is unique i'm sure there's so many people that can listen to this and be like wow like i have been hurt by so many people and it's like how do you even like maybe your question is how do i even navigate healing from someone really being so rude to me or or you know someone like not appreciating me for who i am how do i even start that and my my suggestion is ask the holy spirit god how do you see this my enemy as a human being not as someone who hurt me but how do you see them 
and honestly like every for every person that has hurt me every person that i have had bad experiences with i ask god this question and god always has the same answer and he's like well i see them as a brother as a brother i see them as a son and a daughter i see them as a a broken person as you were broken and i see them as i also died on the cross for them not just for you but for them as well and that's why god says in the bible to bless your enemies to if somebody curses you you bless them in replacement oh you're cursing me well i bless you in jesus name because they're broken people and broken people hurt people and i probably have hurt someone not knowing it not realizing that my words hurt them not really realizing that i had that power over them and yet god still talks to me god still tells me he loves me god still uses me for ministry and you know god is doing the same with that and that's so and honestly the enemy wants you to hate so bad he wants you to be in this place of anger so badly and honestly like it's just a waste it's such a waste of energy. It's more work to say to be angry than to say I give it to you, my just my justice maker. Like you, I give it to you, God. You are the one who gives me mercy, who gives me grace, and I just pray that same mercy and grace over them. And if forgiveness comes with it, that's great. And if it doesn't, that's still great. I'm still thri- I'm still thriving with you, God. I'm still receiving blessing and and vision and and just you still use me in mighty ways and i know that you're gonna do that for my enemy or for the people who have hurt me in the past you know it's just it it takes a level of humility to be able to look at someone that has hurt you and be like i bless you i really do i bless everything that you've done my most healing prayer that i ever had was me praying to god and just praying over the people who have hurt me speaking every single name to him and just saying yeah i'm i'm not the happiest with this person i'm not the biggest fan but i'm still a christian i'm still a daughter and i'm still called to bless and so i bless them and sooner or later you're when the bible says pray without ceasing when you pray that prayer without ceasing and just you continue to bless them you're really going to start believing it you're really going to look back and say wow i really let go i really let god (laughs) the takeaways okay your identity is not in community it isn't in the number of people that are surrounded by you um you know if you have one person that is cheering you on that's your community and that's okay. It's okay to just have one person. And if you feel like you have nobody, then you know what, this is your point number two. This is your season of isolation. This is your season, get close to God. In my season of isolation, I use the time to get close to God, to speak to God, to tell him my hurt, my my the hardest things that I was going through. But you know what the, the takeaway of that is? I was going to God and that's it and another takeaway is you know what to start healing is you have to start blessing bless your enemies and if that's even hard for you to say their name and say i bless them then you your next step is 
God, show me how you view your child. Show me how you view my enemies. And the Holy Spirit will give you that. But all of this to say, your process is your process. You want to be angry? If this is your season to feel angry and to feel hurt and to feel sadness and pain, that's your season. You are validated. God gave us emotions. I see this in every, almost every episode I've said this. You have every right to feel how you feel. You are justified in that. Where we go wrong is when we stay there. That's when the enemy starts to take over, is when we stay in that place of anger or sadness and we allow our thoughts to trump over the word of god where the word of god tells us to go to his face like we have to give him our dirt we do because we can't do it ourselves so yeah i really hope that this podcast didn't sound a mess um i just wanted to kind of tackle different areas but i can so see this being a um a series <laughs> because it's really a complex thing it's there's so many aspects to talk about community so many different like things that goes on when it comes to community but i really wanted to tackle the broader stuff so i hope that i did a good job of doing that but if all of this to say is that you are so loved and whatever you're feeling like I hear you. I see you. God sees you. You are a daughter first before you are a servant, before you are a um, anything. You're a daughter to the Lord. And he wants to heal you. He wants to be there with you. He wants to, to see, to walk with you through your fire. He doesn't want you to go through this alone. And I think if you feel like you really have nobody, I am opening the door to say, you know what, DM me, reach out, get like whatever you want. Like I will pray with you. I will give you advice. I will speak into your life if you need that. Whatever you feel the Lord tugging on your heart right now. And if it's just to reach out to me, then I'm there. So I am so grateful for this community that I'm that God is building. He has been doing such a work and I see the visions and I just know that God is creating a community of women who are navigating through pain, navigating through hurt, navigating loneliness and navigating being communityless or or struggling with their community. And if you're all of the above, one of the above, even none of the above and you just kind of relate, God hears you and he is the our righteous judge and you're you're not overlooked so if you want to know more about for the one definitely um connect with me on instagram at for the one with ad um that is all things for the one you will get episode updates as well as new newsletter updates and also if you just want to connect with me personally you can definitely reach out at angelistinya on instagram if you're on youtube thank you so much for watching and for um you know clicking and tuning in please don't forget to subscribe and again just be a part of the community and as well as the audio version if you guys are listening audio only definitely 
rate and review the podcast as it helps and share with your friends, your family, um, whoever you feel led to share this with. And so, again, with all of this being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.